everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am McLovin. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity. But now you have my attention. Now, here's your host, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny. Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And I am a lady. <laughs> what are you? A lady. <laughs> that's how that's how I don't know if you remember because it might be far removed from when you saw it. But uh, the the woman in, uh, in Green Knight, his his love interest is like, am I your lady? Lady. That's how she said <laughs> We'll we'll get all into it. It has been a while since I since I saw the Green Knight. It's actually been, I think, I think a, a month since I saw it. Um it was when I was back in New York, so it was a few days after we recorded that Black Widow episode. But yeah, me and Ryan like want to go to the movies pretty much every night that we're here. So we went and saw that one night. We saw Stillwater another night, and then like a few days later was when we saw the Suicide Squad on opening night. Um so it's been a it's been a minute, but it has not been a minute since I stopped thinking about it. Like we'll get into it, but there's a lot to unpack, and um, there's actually been a lot of really good content about the movie that like came out recently, uh, like interviews with David Lowry and like breaking. I think I'd mentioned there's um a whole thing like breaking down a scene with the director, and John Krasinski did it for A Quiet Place too. Yeah, uh, David Lowry did one for one of his scenes from the green Knight, And it was really interesting. I got you. So I might have to check that yeah. out. Uh, as you would like it as is tradition. I, yeah, I really should look at that, but as is tradition for the show, I don't do research before the show. I do it. I'll do it like after the fact, which isn't also always true. Sometimes I do seek out stuff before we record, but you know, we're busy boys. And, uh, sometimes, sometimes the guy can't do it. So, that's why uh that's why I rely on you. You go in raw. Yeah, I just raw dog this this show always. <laughs> the show. <laughs> and the swampies know that. Uh, Colin is the uh the bookworm. <laughs> and I'm like the fucking tequila worm, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I don't even like tequila. Yeah, me neither. What's your, what's your liquor of choice? What is my liquor of choice? Yeah. Uh whiskey. Hmm. Yeah, I like say I like dark liquors. Oh, okay. I yeah. like. I think I like rum. I think rum is my favorite. Yeah, because you little bitch. Nah, <laughs> I like rum <laughs> too. Only bitches like Jack Sparrow like rum. <laughs> yeah, that little puss boy. <laughs> Take that, Johnny Depp. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Sparrow. More like Cuck Sparrow. <laughs> Am I right? More like canceled Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, you're canceled, <laughs> Mr. Sparrow. <laughs> That's really stupid. <laughs> it's our new t-shirt. It says canceled, canceled Sparrow. Mr. Sparrow. <laughs> and it has a picture of Jack Sparrow. And he's wearing a two dudes movie review t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that t-shirt. I like, I like the t-shirt inception on that. <laughs> Yeah, well, we still need to advertise ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, we can. <laughs> it's a t-shirt within a t-shirt. Yeah. We should we should do that. We should make a t-shirt with a logo with, with like, just, like, a picture of another one of our t-shirts on it. <laughs> Dude, and we just keep doubling down on it. Yeah, that'd be sick. We should just start making t-shirts of us photoshopping our favorite actors wearing the t-shirt with our logo on it. But then that picture of them wearing the T-shirt is our new T-shirt design. I love that idea. 
So like Robert Pattinson's wearing mm-hmm. one. Timothy Chalamet is wearing one. It's like all the rage. Everybody's <laughs> like, whoa, I got to get one of these two dudes movie review shirts. All my favorite actors are wearing them. <laughs> and I could, I could wear a picture of them wearing one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would wear that shirt all the time. I think that's a, I think it's a really funny idea. I'm going to get on that. It'd be so easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's foolproof. Nice. Well, speaking of t-shirts, we got a new design up on that store. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's, it's really awesome. It's, um, I think it perfectly encapsulates what our show is all about. I agree. I don't even want to tell them what it is though. <laughs> I was going to say, should we tell them? Well, you can find out what it is if you subscribe to the two news newsletter. Yeah. And, and that's live. Now you go to the website on the nav bar. There's a thing for newsletter. You just put your email in, you're subbed. And, uh, the first one is going out today. The day we're recording it, which is the third, which is a day later than we said we were going to release. It's big, big surprise. Um, <laughs> that's on brand for us. <laughs> That is on brand. In my defense, I went to the movies twice yesterday instead of putting it out. (laughs) Yeah, so at least it's like, yeah, we didn't do the thing we promised, but we did a thing we wanted to do. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, can you blame us? Get off my back. I was having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, blowing off work and going to the movies. But, um, so yeah, it's it's coming out a day late. It's going to be released later tonight. And, um... I decided this though. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm going rogue on this one. Um, I think normally the way it's going to work just so it's less work on our parts. Um, they're going to, they're going to come out the same day and, and that's it. Like if you aren't subbed and you're like, Oh, I want to get in on like the September one and you're not subbed by when it like, like tonight or whatever, normally you wouldn't get that newsletter. You have to wait till next month. But since like we released the news about it last episode and the signup didn't open until a day before Um, anyone who signs up throughout this month, I'll, I'll send them the newsletter. So if you come in, come in late to the party, you'll still get this one and then you'll be signed up for all the future ones. So, and I'm excited. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And now can we promise that they'll get even better as we keep going? No. (laughs) Might they get worse as we keep going? Probably. Uh, But will you love it? Who knows? <laughs> but you should still sign up because we're gonna do it. <laughs> so if we're putting in the so, effort, you better you better yeah. appreciate appreciate what we're doing for you. Yeah. I um you know, if anybody listens to the show or has been listening to the show, they probably realize uh there's two things that we bring to the table. That set us apart from most other movie podcasts. Uh, we bring some expert level critical analysis of film, cinema, the movies, and also some of the dumbest jokes you will ever hear. <laughs> yes. Some so dumb, you could argue they're not even jokes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I was talking to you on the phone yesterday and I was, I was throwing out some ideas for like, I keep calling them segments, but that's more of like a radio thing than it would be for a newsletter. Newsletter. <laughs> Later. And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I just stuck it. I was like, I'm just going to roll right through that. That's like, that's how I say that word now. <laughs> so yeah, if you, if you sign up for the newsletter, you might notice that there's some, um, there might be some like more like personality things in there. It's not all just boring movie news. You're going to get the two dudes spice on it. Ooh, speaking of spice, Dune. Uh, oh, but I know. Well, I'm just waiting, just waiting for Dune my whole life. I'm just waiting for Dune. And when it comes out, bang, end of it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> doing for. <laughs> <laughs> Be like been there doing that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, get her dune, <laughs> get get her dune. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Larry the Cable Guy shirt saying get, get her dune, <laughs> and it's a, the picture is a shy halud wearing a cutoff button-down <laughs> shirt and a trucker hat. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love Peter that. Dune. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that, that is some good stuff. <laughs> Honestly, Larry the cable guy is only like two steps below as like a creative name as Duncan Idaho. <laughs> like, yeah. All these all these other names in the book. It's like Paul Atreides. <laughs> fucking Duke Leto. Jared Duke Jared Leto. And, and then there's just Duncan Idaho. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Nobody. You have a you have a baron. Yeah. And then you got a guy named Duncan Idaho. <laughs> All right. That's what we're talking about. Point being, the newsletter is going to have some jokes in it. It's going to have some fun stuff. And I was talking to you on the phone. I was pitching ideas and whatnot. And uh, one of the things I, I would like to do is maybe put some like behind the scenes stuff, some stuff that like landed on the cutting room floor, bits that we wanted to incorporate in the show that we never did. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Cause like, there's a lot of times where I'll like call you or I'll text you and be like, I have an idea for a game. And you're like, all right, what's the idea? And then I tell you the name of it and you laugh. You're like, that's awesome. How do you play it? And I go, I don't know. So you're like, so you don't have a game. You just have a bad joke. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so I'll put those yeah, bad we- jokes in the newsletter. So you guys have to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I won't have to, but then I'll be the one typing it up. And I'm just like, like t- <laughs> typing away my keyboard. Just like fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited though. I think there's some, a good mix of stuff, you know, on the, uh, on this one. And, um, yeah, we'll probably get worse from here on out. So yeah, well, you know, that's kind of on brand for us. That's what we do here. That's, um, you know, that's, it's almost like a motto. It's just like when the, <laughs> when the going gets tough, the two dudes get worse. <laughs> or when, when, uh, when the, when the two dudes are at play, no, wait, when the two dudes are away, the swampies will play. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. No, it that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, two dudes, two dudes who, two dudes who aren't going to try any harder than the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? We constantly under deliver. Speaking of which trailer park. Whoops. <laughs> I got to move the fart button away from the trailer park button. <laughs> also, I realize fart button sounds like I'm talking about a butthole, but I just mean on the oh, soundboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the fart noise go- goes off, it's actually just because you poke your own butthole. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's that's me uh, in grips with old age. <laughs> Incontinence. <laughs> just letting them rip yeah we have your we have your mic or your butt mic'd up it's a lavalier yeah <laughs> i got it clipped i got it clipped to my tidy whities a nice yeah, nice lapel mic <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man lapel mic more like la smell mic oh because <laughs> it's smelly uh what are we talking today i actually know this nice we are talking because we're doing Green Knight for our, uh, our review this episode. And Green Knight is the latest in A24's catalog. We got to keep it on brand with our favorite studio and do another A24 movie. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the movie. Me. 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 Can't keep doing it. <laughs> I would have let you keep going. That's how I'm going to do this whole segment, this whole trailer park uh, today. I'm like just going to bah. <laughs> no, that wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because that would really be bad. I actually had a great idea. Kind of, kind of on brand. I've been doing this really stupid Steve-O impression from, because mm. I, I see the Jackass trailer every single time I go to the movies. And uh, 
So I'm doing this really shitty Steve O impression where he's like, Knoxville's 49. So we're good. <laughs> and I was like, how funny would it be if me and Sky did the entire Jackass Forever review in a Steve O voice? <laughs> Oof. Like, like the entire thing. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> what if you're Steve O? I used to be able to do a pretty good Bam Margera. He's not in it, though. All right. Well, then you're doing that episode alone. <laughs> This guy's not here. Bam Margera didn't show up for the movie, and that's the only impression he could do. No, I think he got fired from the movie. Yeah, yeah, he got fired. Yeah, it's not that he didn't show up. He showed up, and they're like, we don't want you to show up. Yeah, I uh, I feel really bad for him, because I used to yeah. be like a big big fan of his, and it seems he's like ever since through, Ryan Dunn. He's yeah. going through some really rough stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. But going back... Did you ever even say what we're what we're talking? Or did you just yeah, bah. I said <laughs> We're talking lamb. Lambi. Yeah. Lamb. Um I don't even know if we should even even talk about this before we even watch it. We might just need to you know watch it. This this trailer came out and it made some news. A lot of people were like, You see the you see the lamb trailer? I was like, what the fuck's that? And they're like, you gotta check it out. Some crazy shit and uh, some wild shit. Yeah. I actually, I love the way that you put it because we talked about it like very quickly. And uh, I was just like, do you see that? And you're like, yeah. Then I think you're just like, people are going to fucking hate that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like you can tell. Yeah. You can just tell. But you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, love it. I don't <laughs> care how you write A24. I'm going to fucking come. <laughs> come to the movies. Not like in my pants. Oh, yeah. Like I'm also going to splooge. A24 said, fuck you. We don't want you to like this movie, <laughs> which is like perfect for us. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's creepy. It's got like animal stuff and people are like really sensitive. Like if like, Oh, did like something happen to an animal? Did an animal get hurt or whatever? Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, it's in a foreign language. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. um, we've talked before about like, a24 movies as like a genre almost and like i feel like this really fits into that i yeah i think this whole episode actually kind of fits into that i think this is the perfect trailer for the movie we're gonna do um yeah yeah, it it looks you know it's funny because like everyone was like kind of clowning on it when it came out they're just like look at this this looks so stupid and then i like saw it and i was like it looks ridiculous and 
I know that the movie is um it's supposed to be a horror movie and I don't think the trailer really like gives you that vibe. Like I it's got this uh it's more a like little upbeat, bit at the end. A, a little bit, yeah, but like I feel like it does it's not selling it completely as a horror movie, but I don't know, I was like I can see myself like enjoying the weirdness if it gets really fucking creepy like later on. And that's all I'm looking for. Yeah. And also I, I really like uh, Naomi Rapace. I think is how you pronounce her last name. Um, Cause she yeah. was, she was in all the, the Swedish uh, girl, of the dragon tattoo movies and she's in Prometheus. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with the people involved again. Like I just, <laughs> I feel like uh, the people that are like, Oh my God, this is so dumb. They're probably the type of people who typically don't like weird movies. They're probably more like, or maybe maybe they're just not into artsy movies because this definitely does look like some art house <laughs> crap <laughs> at times. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird as fuck, no doubt about it. But I'm here for it. I like stuff like that, and this has such like an eerie feeling to it. Like even playing like a happy song when the weirdest stuff is happening in the trailer, like I, I dig that. I can't imagine there's gonna be too much of like that kind of music in the movie itself, anyways. So like, yeah. I think that's just like a device used in the trailer to like that like odd juxtaposition. And uh, I'm sure it's going to have to do with some sort of like, this is what I'm assuming the couple tried to have a baby and couldn't, or they did and it died or something. There's going to be some, something to do with a kid dying. Cause it has to be. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be fun for me to deal with when we get there. <laughs> and then, and then like this, this lamb is born and they're just like, Oh, this is our child. And like there's like a shared psychosis type thing. And then this third person who's this outsider starts like unraveling their world. And then shit starts getting like really crazy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, they said essentially like the, the bare bones premise of it is just, I guess they had a kid. I think they had a kid and the kid died. And so they're, they're grieving from that. And then this thing basically fills that void in their life. But then I don't know what happens, but that thing ends up essentially like in the end, destroying the family. Um, And I'm like, cool with that because like, if you look at the premise of the movie, like, or if you look at the trailer, it looks like it would be like a fucking lamb demon comes out and re like wreaks havoc on a family. And this is much more like, no, like this is about the family's psyche really. And yeah, I'm just, so no, I, I actually have some faith in this. I think this is going to be, um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be different. I just hope that it delivers on the horror promise because I don't know. I could see it just being like kind of more so a drama and being more laughable if anything. That's my, that's my biggest concern. If that happens, I don't think that's going to happen though. I'm not too worried about that. The, um, I was going to say though, the music is probably going to be pretty good on this. Um, it's not the main composer, but it was one of the people who worked on the music for Joker and Sicario is doing the music for this movie. So, Oh, cool. I'd be pretty surprised if the, if the music is like crap and they all like happy and shit like that. So yeah, I want to feel depressed. I want to, I want to, I want to listen to the music and be like, man, this music really makes me feel like crap. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I love. That's what I'm coming to the movies for, especially for an a 24 movie. That's, that's what you got to give to me. Uh, did it say when this is coming out? Um, I don't know if it has a date on it yet. I, I don't. I think it's this year though. So, yeah, I think what? so. No, it just says coming soon at the end of this trailer. So I don't think there's a release date, but it is 2021 at least at the moment. Oh, okay. All right, good. Well, that would be nice. Love, love to have some more A24 in my life before the year is over. Um, but yeah, do you want to uh, get the fuck out of this trailer park? Yeah, let's do that. Smells like fucking lamb chops. So that brings us to the Green Knight. Now, this trailer came out. I think it came out pre-pandemic. No. Yeah, it was. I I know that we did the a trailer park on it, and we were we were pretty hyped. Uh, I love Dev Patel and David Lowry. He's made one of my favorite A twenty four movies. I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest fan of his movies, but a ghost story I think is amazing. And I still need to see it. Yeah. A ghost story like really, really blew me away. 
And there is a segment on a ghost story in the newsletter, so I don't want to talk too much about it. But I think it's one of A24's most underrated movies. Um, and there's actually a little little uh, a ghost story Easter egg in this movie. But David Lowry, yeah, I mean, he did a ghost story. He did the Pete's Dragon live action movie. Um, he did the old man and the gun from a few years ago. And I'm trying to remember what he's tied to now to do in the future. He, there's something he's working on already that I'm very interested in. Uh, but he is the writer and director on this movie. Um, Dev Patel, he plays Gawain. He is the main character. He's from some slum dog millionaire and lion and hotel Mumbai. He's amazing. Uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, she's from ex machina and tomb Raider. Um, Joel Egerton, uh, he just plays the Lord, <laughs> um, from Boys at Race and the Great Gatsby. Sarita Chudhury, I think is how you pronounce her name. She plays the mother. Uh, she's in Lady in the Water and the Hunger Games. Sean Harris plays King Arthur from Prometheus, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, the King, and Barry Keegan, he plays the scavenger. Uh, he was also in The Killing of the Sacred Deer and Dunkirk and American Animals and Aaron Kellerman plays uh, Winterfred and she's in solo and Falcon in the winter soldier. Um, where do you want to start, man? I'll let, I'll let you take this. Ooh, huh? Ooh, huh? Where, where does one start? Okay. How about this? This, um, this story is based on lore. Yes. And, uh, I wasn't super familiar with the story of Sir, Sir Gowan and the Green Knight. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know anything about it. Uh, I knew like the bare minimum. Like I knew it had something to do with King Arthur and or like it took place like after like the whole sword in the stone situation and like King Arthur was already ruling, right? And yeah, uh, he, he has Excalibur in this movie. Right. Like I, I had already known at least a little bit about like when it was from, but I didn't really know like the, the outline of the story. And I was kind of glad that I didn't, I liked just kind of letting it show me what was Mm -hmm. going on. Um, but yeah, like after the fact I did, I did more research and looking into it and like reading about the story. And I actually noticed like they did change quite a few things from like how the, the traditional lore is told Mm -hmm. of this story. Um, but going into it, not knowing anything, like I was like really, uh, captivated by it, like pretty much right away. Yeah. I, I didn't know this story either. It was actually funny before I went to go see it. It was maybe like an hour before I was going to leave. I was like, you know what? Like maybe I'll, I'll look up on the internet what like the source material is. So I know. And then I was like, no, I kind of want to be surprised. And, um, I will say, and we'll get into the specifics later. I do kind of wish that I had looked it up just because there are certain things in this movie that I think if you are more privy to that information, you'll appreciate more. Um, but it wasn't something that like, like ruined it, I guess for me, but I didn't, I didn't know anything. All I knew was again, the bare bones stuff. And, um, yeah, I was just very excited also because like we said, this looks very different from, a lot of A24's catalog, at least the trailers made it seem. But then uh, while I was watching the movie, it was actually a thought that I had pretty early on. We were talking all about how this movie looks really different from A24. And there are like, I guess like thematically things that are very different, but uh, like pacing wise, this is like an A24 movie, like all the way. This is like the most A24 movie that could have ever A24 in terms of its pacing. <laughs> oh Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree. Like, I think the word that we use the most when we start talking about A24 movies or movies that kind of like feel like A24 movies and we're like trying to uh, warn people ahead of time. We're like, we really love this movie, but just so you know, going into it, uh, that word we use the most probably slow burn. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow burn. It's the slowest of burns. Yeah, very slow burn. <laughs> I um I want to come back to this just because I actually think the pacing uh like branches off into a lot of other different things that I wanted to talk about but that's like I think my number one thing that people should know going into the movie is like if you are someone who does not like slow burns you will not like this movie because 
it is it is the epitome of a slow burn. I think the one thing that like really stands out about this movie and something that I really, really liked about it. Um, I think most people will love it. This movie's like freaking beautiful. Like this movie looks oh gorgeous. Yeah, that's the word I was gonna use. Now I can't. It is uh adorable. No, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Gorgeous is the right word. The like so many scenes and settings are separated by their color palettes. Like it nothing about it feels like recycled or monotonous. Like there's there's moments in the movie where like everything is like lit and tinted yellow or blue or red or green. And like, there's just like so much like mood Mm -hmm. in, in the imagery on screen, like the lighting and like these, these expansive, like wide shots and the way that the camera moves, especially in like the scenes when he's in the forest Mm -hmm. and like the way the camera like spins, rotates and like just all these different things, like really, really cool and interesting and like so many times is it doing something or I'm just like, wow, like this looks fucking amazing. Yeah. That's something that like, I think if you've, if you've watched David Lowry's movies, there's a couple things to expect. And and one is like probably going to have a slow pace to it. And two, it's probably going to look beautiful. And I guess the third thing, there's one more thing, but we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it. This is probably the best looking movie I've seen this year. And if it's not this, it's probably a quiet place too. Um, but I kind of feel like this movie has more of a spectacle than a quiet place too. Like there's some scenes that are just like crazy, like massive wide shots that you're just like, Whoa, that looks insane. There's like one scene with like giants that I think they show in the trailer that, was oh, was yeah. awesome. And then there's again, like just shot composition. There's some really cool, like stuff. There's one, there's a shot that's upside down. Um, there's that one that you're talking about in the forest, uh, right before that one in the forest is a really long shot that I'm, they're just following Gawain and, uh, the scavenger and they're going through like that battle ground. It's like a really long take. Um, just like from a filmmaking standpoint, this movie looks amazing also just thought about this. I feel like it's hard for me to say because like, I love Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings is probably like one of my favorite movies of all time, but I wouldn't say that I've ever been like a massive, like, like fantasy fan, like the fantasy genre. I'm not like, Oh my God. Like I can't get enough of that shit. But I also feel like there's not many good fantasy movies. Like I feel like they're so far in between and it, I would almost possibly say that the last time you got a fantasy, like a film in the fantasy genre that had this much spectacle to it was probably Lord of the Rings actually. And that was however long ago, you know, like 15 years ago. Um, yeah. Cause you get so many like schlock movies where it's just like, Oh, this is like King Arthur and it's like just generic, but this really feels like it's got the scale of like a grand adventure type movie. I don't, I wouldn't call it an adventure movie, but like there's just scenes in it that really feel that way. And I feel like if you're a fan of that genre, um, you're probably gonna be very happy with this because I feel like movies don't come out often at all in the genre to this scale. Yeah, I would agree, but I would also warn people if you haven't seen it and you're looking to do it, I think one of the downfalls of this movie was its marketing. And I think I have a feeling I could already guess a lot of a 24 movies are like this anyways, that the critics are going to be very high and the audience is going to be very low on it or, or kind of split like at a 50% or something. Mm -hmm. Because I think with the advertising, it made it look like this movie was like this was more to a Lord of the Rings thing where there is more action and excitement. So when you go and it's this slow burn movie, you're going to be like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel bored, but I can definitely see I'm like, oh, a lot of people are really not going to like this because it's not that action adventure that you might be used to. Like if you're a Lord of the Rings fan and you're going expecting that, like don't. Yeah. But if you're a fan of like fantasy and storytelling like that, the lore and everything, 
I think this does a really good job paying like an honest homage to that genre. Yeah, I I agree. I think a lot of that comes back to pacing, but the look of the movie is so impressive that I wanted to hit that first. And then even just not even on like the, uh, like the camera work, like I think the CGI in this movie for the most part is, is pretty strong. I think uh, maybe like the Fox didn't look great, but other than that, I think the environments, the, the giants, everything looked great. And I, I love the practical effects in this movie. Um, mainly the Green Knight because there's no CGI in the Green Knight and he looks awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the Green Knight was like entirely practical. It's awesome. So like I, I love love all that. I have to really like think about it, but I think this is my, my favorite looking movie of the year. And um, the other thing that I wanted to say, I think that this score to this movie might be one of my favorites as well. Like I think the music's really strong on this movie and Daniel Hart is the composer on this film. And he's usually one of his, he's usually the composer he works with. And he was the composer on a ghost story and the ghost, a ghost story probably had either my favorite, like second favorite. Um, I think probably my second favorite score from that year. Also nice for me, like there's three like constants with this film and it's usually a slow burn. It looks beautiful and the score is great. And all those things are true with this film. So if you haven't seen any of his films, then now you know. But if you have, you should be prepared for what you're going to get into. Right. Um, now, I did want to get into the pacing, though, because I keep saying that. W- was this movie too slow for you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And I like slow burn movies. I like it. I don't. That doesn't usually bother me. But this one, there were some points where I was just like, where like, where are we going and why aren't we there yet? Yeah. For me, again, I normally, I think I've said it a lot of times on the show, I really like slow burn movies, but I think, I think slow burns are really good for a couple things. I think slow burns are great to develop characters. I think if you're going to do like a really slow movie, it should be mainly focusing on the character and uh, really like getting you into their head. And Blade Runner 2049 comes to mind a little bit when thinking about the green Knight, just in terms of they, they're, they're both pretty slow movies. Um, but I think the difference is that I get a lot more into the character, uh, in Blade Runner 2049, 20, uh, agent K Ryan Gosling's character, because a lot of that movie is about his psyche. And I think they want the green Knight to also be about the internal, uh, like struggle, I guess of Gawain, but, I don't think it's done particularly effective in this movie. So I felt I yeah. I felt a lot of times during this movie like this is very slow and I don't know what the character what's going on in their head. So I just felt like it was slow and not it was like emotionally distant throughout a lot of the movie. And then I just feel like if you're going to do a slow burn it's slow burns are great just because like your big moments feel even bigger. And again because it was hard to like get into like the character's head, all the moments that are like big moments in this movie aren't like, like spectacle moments, really. Like I I mentioned that giant scene, but like the giant scene is not like a big moment in the movie. It's more so like, wow, that looks really cool. But all the big moments in terms of the narrative are when he's making these decisions that are kind of affecting uh, the way that he thinks about himself. But since it's so hard to get into his head, I didn't really take them as big moments. So for me, just like the pacing in general was just like, this is so slow and it's not really doing much. Like, I don't, I don't understand why it's so slow, I guess. Yeah. And it, it actively like, like early on in this movie, I was like, this is like an a, like I was watching this and I was like, I'm loving this, but then it just kept going. And I was like, is anything ever going to happen? And then it just didn't. And I was like, it actively made me not dislike the movie but it bumped it down a lot of grades for me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to think about like really a lot of times when I'm watching the movie, I'm not thinking too hard about my grade or anything. I don't even, sometimes I don't even think about it until I'm here, you know? <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was definitely noticeable. Um, how, what is the runtime on this? It's two hours and 10 minutes. Okay. I mean that's not even like that long a lot of movies these days are over two hours but yeah if if you're not if there's not a lot happening in terms of like uh, not like action on screen like like action like movie action 
but just like events happening on screen. And if it is like a lot of like internal stuff and, or like a lot of these like slow shots, slow pans and things like that, then, uh, then you really feel that two hour runtime. Like there, there's movies that are longer than that, that feel like they fly by mm-hmm. for me. I don't even need an act. Like I'm not talking like, yeah, where, where was the action scene? Where's the part where Vin Diesel showed up and fucking jumped a bridge in his car? Like I didn't, I didn't need any of that. But, and going back to like Blade Runner 2049, the big moments in that movie aren't really action scenes either. Like I always think about the scene where he finds the horse and that's like in his mm-hmm. head, he's like, holy shit. Like I'm actually a real person and he starts bugging out. And that's, that's a small, like small moment in terms of like scale, but like in terms of the narrative, that's a huge moment. And then in terms of this movie, I guess like your big moments are like him asking a girl, like, she's like, Hey, can you find like my head in this like lake? And he's just like, what's in it for me. And that's the big moment is like just the things, the small things that he says. And yeah, but like, again, because I'm not getting, maybe I'm just too dumb for the movie, but I I just felt like because I'm not getting into the headspace of the character, because it is so emotionally distant, I'm not picking up that that is a big moment in the movie and nothing was happening really. Like, I know that's not actually true, but I just felt like when is something going to happen here? Like I'm just watching this guy be a shit bag for like an hour and 50 minutes. And then he has his little epiphany at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get that. I was picking up on some of those themes though. Like, like the stuff with the lady with the head Mm -hmm. and all that. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Cause that comes back around later when, um, when he's at the Lord's manor or state or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're asking him like, well, why are you doing this? Like, if you know that he's just going to like cut your head off, whatever, why are you doing this? It's like, Oh, for honor and this and that. And they're like, honor, like that's really like what you care about. And it's like, where was that answer? Like you could actually see like the baby steps that he's taking and like him trying to believe it. Cause it's like, that wasn't his head space when he was helping out the headless lady mm-hmm. in the lake, because like, that's where he learned. That's where he's like kind of coming to terms with that and be like, yeah, I have to do this because it's the honorable thing to do. Instead, at that point, he's still like, well, what's in it for me? And she's the one who's like, is that really like, so are you really asking that? Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> just get my fucking head out of the lake. <laughs> but I do like, I do appreciate like the fantastical, like storytelling elements of it and like the magical side of it. And I, I did like how some things are just like unexplained. Mm hmm. Um, as slow as it was overall, I like, I think because like some of the shots were so beautiful and stuff, like I was, I was able to forgive it Yeah. in moments cause I could just be like, wow, like this looks awesome. And I could just soak this in because there's not something more like whatever chaotic or energetic happening on screen. You could really just like soak in the beauty of the shot, mm-hmm. which is like all well and good. But in terms of like making an exciting movie or something that like, uh, general audiences can really grab onto. It's not very inviting in that way. Yeah. Where necessarily everyone will love it. Cause if you're not looking at it from that critical mindset and you're looking to be entertained, I can see a lot of people being turned off by that. Um, but I think overall I was entertained by this movie. Like I had a really good time, uh, watching it and I was glad I got to see it in theaters. Uh, even though it's not like big explosions or big, creatures or anything like that like seeing you know seeing that camera work and some of those shots and on like a big screen and like just being submerged in that world instead of having distractions at home I think that's a movie that really benefits from like watching it in the theaters for sure yeah yeah I um this movie had like such a weird effect on me because it probably sounds like I really disliked it but I actually I liked a lot of things about it and I liked it enough where when I left the theater, I was like, I got to do some research on this thing. Like, I feel like there's, there's movies that you go see and maybe you didn't like it in the theater, but then you're like, I can tell that there's a good movie in here and I, I need to dig deeper. And that, that's what happened with me where I was like, I want, I want to know more. Whereas there's other movies that you watch and you're just like, that movie was crap. And I don't care to find out if it meant anything else. Um, like I wanted to dig deeper into this movie 
And I'm glad I did. Like, I think this is a movie that like after the fact, some research is like going to make you like it even more. But I think what you got on screen, like I was, I keep saying, I feel like on screen, it's just very emotionally distant and slow, but I like, I like the themes it's talking about, which I do want to get into, but that's spoiler territory. Do you want to get into some of those like themes that they're talking about or? Yeah. I mean, we could open up for spoilers and stuff too. I think we're at a good, a good place to do that. So a big part of this movie is he goes on this journey for honor, basically like he wants to become an honorable man. And they do say that in the movie towards like, I think the whole movie, you can assume that's the, that's the reason. And I think, um, the whole movie, you can assume that the green Knight was summoned by his mom because his mom sees her son basically being like a dead, dead beat. Basically he's just coasting off of, uh, like his royalty and possibly his, you know, him being the heir to the throne. Um, and she's like, no, like, you need to do something with your life. So she, she sets up all this emotion. I'm pretty sure uh, David Lowry confirmed that the mom summoned the green Knight, which it, it seems like it, he did in this, in this scene, it seems pretty obvious, but yeah, they never actually downright say it again. Like if you're not like super privy to like King Arthur and stuff like that, there are five virtues to like knighthood. I think it's like, what is it? Uh, the code of knighthood and chivalry is what it is. Yeah. Um, but the five virtues to be considered like an honorable man are generosity, chastity, friendship, courtesy, and piety. And every, every person he meets along the way in this movie is a test of one of those things. And so again, I, I didn't know that I am just like watching him have these interactions with people. And in my head, I'm like, you're not doing the right thing, but I didn't know that each one of those things was a test. Like I didn't, I didn't put together that that was a specific thing. And I guess on like the Knights of the round table in that one scene, I I think it's Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. The round table scene takes place on Christmas. They all have like a badge on it. I'm pretty sure it's a star and each one stands for the five virtues, but generosity is the scavenger. Uh, Courtesy is the headless woman. Uh, Friendship is the Fox. Chastity is the lady in the house. And then I think piety is underlying theme throughout the whole movie um, where his actions are not for God, but for himself and stuff like that. Um, yeah. That see, like knowing that after the fact, I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. If I rewatch it, I'd probably appreciate it a lot more, but I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I don't know if that's like common knowledge. Like if someone who's really privy to um, like King Arthur and stuff like that, if they're going to be like, well, duh, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I didn't know that. And they don't, they don't tell you uh, in the movie. And then I don't know if, if you had anything to, to add to that. Otherwise I'll go on to another thing. No, no, I, I dig that. I like that symbolism. See, I didn't know what each of them represented, but it did feel very much like each one of these is a test, especially with how spaced out they are. And like talking about that pacing, it really does make it feel like go on this journey. And now you pass this obstacle or you, you solve this scenario solve this one and you have to do it and it all seems to be like because like everywhere he's going he's just like well i'm I'm not a knight you know Mm -hmm. he's reinstating that it did feel like these tests of like your knighthood but yeah i didn't know specifically the attributes that they were um testing him on you know but that makes all the sense in the world Mm mm-hmm but you had said that there's like kind of like an ambiguity to some of this movie. The ending is pretty ambiguous. Um, not overly ambiguous, but I think you don't know really what happened at the end of the movie. But I actually, that's one thing that I really liked about the movie is the last few moments of the movie are basically he meets up with the green Knight, and green Knight's like, all right, man, I chop your head off. Yeah. <laughs> and then th- there's a series of events and, uh, he sees his, his future and then he's basically just like that, that sucks. Or he's just like, I don't like the way I don't like the person I'm going to be going to become. And he takes off this like a uh, little, I don't even know what you call it. Belt type thing. That is his mom gave him that protects him. And he's just like, you, you can kill me so I can die an honorable death. 
And then the Green Knight says, like, off with your head. Then the movie just ends. Yeah. But what I like about that is there's sometimes where a movie ends ambiguously. And I think people have a really strong opinion of what happened. And maybe one way seems much more likely than the other one. And I think this movie has, like, two or three ways that it probably could have gone that all are very strong. And I think they're all pretty satisfying as well. Like, for me, the idea that he was, like, the idea that he actually did die, but like the last thing he did, he was like, I would, I seen my future and I don't like the person that I became. Like I would rather die an honorable person than go down that route. And then he dies. I think that's cool. I also think the green Knight, cause the green Knight kind of says off with your head jokingly. Yeah. I think him being like, like awesome. You passed the test. And then Gawain is able to live and live his life honorably. And, change the course of his future. I think that's also a really cool narrative that, right. You know, could happen, which is more in line with the original story. Yeah. Love the ending. I think the ending's really strong. And I could see some people being like, what the fuck? But like, <laughs> I, I really like, yeah, I like the ambiguity of the ending a lot on this one. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Like when it ended, I like smiled at it. I was just like, Oh, that's cool. I like, I, I really dug that. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the uh, the jizz rag of virtue was uh, <laughs> was definitely the the saving factor of that, which we didn't talk about yet on this episode. But you don't talk about spoilers. <laughs> you, I told you when I was going to see the movie, and you were like, "There's a scene in the movie that is like so on brand for us." And I was like, "Oh, I'm like, what is it? Like flopping dicks or something like that?" And you were just like, "When you see it, you'll know." Well, I I I knew right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like earlier in the movie I was like maybe he's talking about this and then that that scene happened and I was just like oh he's definitely talking about this then <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw this with Ryan I saw this with Ryan and that scene happened and Ryan just looked at me he was just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Meg and I saw it together and uh, we were just like oh okay sick <laughs> It's <laughs> like let me just let me just make you come in your hand and all over this belt that's supposed to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, she's like, you're no knight, and he's just like, oh, I'm sticky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've all shame. been there. I was talking to Ryan. That was the thing where you're just like, you know, Alicia Vikander plays both his girlfriend and then also uh, the woman. Like, so yeah. it's like the woman he cheats on looks just like his girlfriend. So it's like even more shameful, whatever, or he's envisioning her. I don't, I don't know. But, um, I was just like, yeah, like, like his, uh, tomb, tomb Raider shows up and just makes him <laughs> jizz. <laughs> and then uncle Owen from star Wars makes out with him <laughs> in the span of like a minute. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking hot weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what a steamy fucking weekend that guy's having. <laughs> Yeah, that was his yeah, that's He wasn't shamed. He was just like, I'm getting it in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody I'm wants me. It. But hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, overall, like, I think there's a lot of really good stuff in the movie. I think it looks beautiful. I think the themes are really cool. I do think, though, that I think the, the pacing on this kind of broke me to some degree. And I really do wish that I know the movie is about the character and, and his arc, but I, I don't think it was explored the best. I think it could have been done a lot better. Um, and like, for, so for that, like those two main things, like actively made me dislike the movie a lot more than I probably should have, because I don't think movies that are made this well come along like all the time. And right. normally when I see a movie like this, I'm like, I love that. But those two things just really hurt it for me. But I think, I think if you like this genre, you're going to really like it. And I think if you're, if you're into, um, like if you know the story and you know the virtues and everything, I think you're also going to like really pick up on a lot of things and you'll probably like it a lot more than I did. I, I at the end of the day, I think I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know. Well, sir. I think I'm stupid. <laughs> well, sir. Speaking of stupid, I can't wait to hear these tomato tomatoes. Tomato, tomato. The critics, they're bringing this in at an 88%. Okay, that tracks. That's a B plus, right? Yeah, B plus. The audience, 
They got this at that 49. 49, wow. They're hitting that with dokey. that. They hit it with that hard F. They're, they're laying the band hammer on the green knight. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> surprise there. I, I called that. I fucking called that before. Well, for me, I'm going to say tomato. And mm-hmm. I'm going just right on it. B plus. That's what I gave it. Nice. Yeah, for me, I, I'll actually, like I said, the first, I would say 45 minutes of this movie, I was like, this is an A. I was like, I just like love everything I'm seeing. And in my head at then, I'm like, I'm sure like the pacing is going to pick up at some point. I'm sure I'm going to like find out like what like is going on with the character. Like there's going to be a big like pivotal moment for him. And I guess there kind of is, but it's so late in the movie that at that point I was kind of broken. But I went yeah. from like, this is like an A to I was like, this is like a C. And then I went home and did more research and I was like, I landed on a B minus. I was like, okay, like there's enough okay. here that I really like, but yeah, I was all over the place. This was a wild ride for me. <laughs> watching wild this movie. Ride. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey man. Well, that's cool though. Like it's good to, good to have a fun ride. <laughs> you know, I could, I could tell you, uh, Ryan disliked it way more than me. Like I, we left, uh, we left the theater and I told him, I was like, I was like, I'm going to do more research on it. I was like, I, there's a lot of really good stuff in it that I like. And I was, and I told him, I was like, it's probably like a C plus for me right now or something like that. And then he was like, I was like, what is it for you? And he was like, I don't know. D. <laughs> he was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I could see that. I, um, I was somewhere, I was somewhere around a D actually. Um, then he came on a belt and got uh, kissed in the woods by uh, Joel Ed- Edgerton. And I was just like <laughs> a plus maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's, fu- you know, what's funny. Uh, I had, I didn't know that you could put like, you can actually put jizz on screen in a movie. Like I thought that that was like not kosher. And then since we started this pod, has Jizz not been in another movie before? Well, I was, I had never seen it in any other movie. I thought that that was like a no, no, like you can't put that on screen. You look for it. Yeah. I'm very like in tune on, on if there's semen in the movies. And I was just going to say, I think it's the two dudes effect because I had never seen it. But then since we started this podcast, seen it twice. What other movie had Jizz in it? Long shot. Seth Rogen's beard. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, something about Mary has Jizz in it in his hair mm, true true <laughs> or it's, it's hanging from his ear and she takes it off of his ear and puts it in her hair yeah <laughs> so there's visible jizz in that <laughs> but i gotta say that's more cartoony jizz i love how much we're saying jizz that's yeah. cartoony jizz yeah and i feel like green knight had the most realistic represent if i can give it any positive <laughs> any positive <laughs> it would be that it had the most realistic jizz in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And that I, includes most of the porn that I watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> there was definitely someone, you know, in the, in the casting crew that was like in the art department, they were like, find out how to make the most realistic semen you've ever seen in your life. And he was like, I, I skipper. <laughs> he, yeah, just, he had some, gr- he had some fucking grip jerk off into a cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then, and then Dev Patel is just like, can't I just use my own if it has to be real jizz? Like, can it just be mine? So I don't gotta manhandle some other guy's fucking load. I like, I like the idea that he he just couldn't get anything up to David Lowry's standards, so he he just went off and did it himself. And he's like, what about this? And he's like, this is perfect. And they're like, okay, here's the prop jizz, but it's real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, whew, survive another day. <laughs> Jeez, dodged a bullet. <laughs> well, hell yeah, man. Well, I'm glad we finally got to talk about this. Talking about A24 movies again always feels good. So if you guys want to feel good at home listening or wherever you are listening, you should go to todosmoviereviews.com, sign up for that newsletter. We are, um, I think we are eight or less five-star reviews on Amazon or on Amazon, five-star reviews on Apple podcast 
away from just giving you a fucking t-shirt. And I think it's going to be that new t-shirt we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So hope you like it because that's what you fucking get. (laughs) But but if you want to see that, go to two dudes movie You can follow us at two dudes movie reviews on Instagram and stay in tune with the, uh, with all that's going on there. And uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to bringing you some new shit, new episodes and uh, yeah. News later, later, later. <laughs> and on that note, suck it swampies. Suck it.